Fucking nerd. Don't look so sad. It's finally our time of year. As if we needed any more excuse to show our love to this genre, boys and girls, welcome to October. You know, the amount of work I put into selecting our October movies is ridiculous and probably downright too much, but I can't help myself. So, I want to ask you a question. What do you think is the most symbolic object that represents Halloween? That's right, the pumpkin. So, how about we kick off our October with a little pumpkin head? This flick definitely deserves a little more recognition in my opinion, and what better time of year to do so than now? Folks, I hope you're as excited as I am for this one. Without any further introduction, here comes our take on Pumpkinhead. Boys and girls, welcome. We've made it. We're here at the finish line. We've walked through, I don't know, maybe you fell before you got there, but that's all right. We're reaching out a hand. We're going to drag you across this motherfucker. Welcome to October. Hey, you made it. You're, you're alive. All right. That's just uh, these days. That itself is a present, all right? Because you could have got hit by a bus, but you didn't. You made it to the spooky season of 2023, and I'm excited. All right. I've kind of feel like I've kind of been your liaison, if you will. But I haven't done it alone. I've been here with the best producer in the whole, the whole wide world. And that is Mr. Ozark Mark. You guys know him. Mark, how we feeling down there? How you doing? Everything is fine like wine. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sober October. I'm just kidding. I'm drinking a beer. He's drinking some Buffalo Trace thing, whatever the fuck it is. We're celebrating because you heard it right. We are in October. So that is fun time. That means all the spooky stuff is out. Anybody who knows about anything, that's when you put it out. This is September. Mm -hmm. And we're going to kick it off here with quite a treat. He picked quite a treat for you motherfuckers. A funny one. Exactly. And this is... Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. That's right. Pumpkinhead. Why we choose Pumpkinhead? Because it's October. Yeah. Pretty oh, yeah. self-explanatory. In October, everybody gets a pumpkin and everybody gets head. So why not? Everybody gets everything. Yeah. I I don't know if it... This is one of those ones where uh, when I was writing it down, I didn't know if you had seen it because you kind of surprised me. There's movies where I'm like, Mark's never seen this, and you're like, yep, I remember that one. Nope. So... That makes me even happier because this is another one of those. There is just hilarious parts in it that, like, you're never going to see unless you just take the time to sit and watch this. But I hope there were parts in this movie that made you laugh. Were the, can I at least have the satisfaction of knowing this movie made you laugh once? Of course. Oh, that's good, dude, because it, it's it been a long time since I've watched Pumpkinhead. I watched this, you know, as a kid, but it had been it's been a long time. And, I, you know, obviously October, like you said... A lot of people are a fan of this movie. So I said, all right, let's throw it back on. And there were parts of it that I just didn't remember, especially a lot of the dialogue. Like, I had remembered the monster scenes and, the you know, the craziness. But, like, the, there are some scenes in here that I was just dying. The dialogue, the people, they're fun. They're so much fun. And I very much enjoyed it. Boys and girls, I'm so happy to have you here. I really am. Because I don't know if you see... The, the, the VHS behind Mark, but there aren't many movies that we had that had orange 
tapes and orange sleeves. It's an orange sleeve. It's got an orange spine. It's one of my favorite VHSs. I'm not saying it's one of my favorite movies, but I just enjoy it. Um, the whole premise of this, it's very, um, honestly, it's like a little sci-fi. It's a little um, mythical. It's, there's all kinds of stuff in there. And then it's just got some 80s cheese and gore. Like It, it gives you a, a lot of fun here. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of fun. And it, I would never go into Pumpkinhead too seriously. If you've never seen Pumpkinhead, don't go into this flick like, Wow, what is this well-renowned movie? No, 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 no! Don't you're, no, you're doing it wrong. It's it's like it, it's like Alien in the butt fuck nowhere. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, it really is. That's what it thought. That's what came to my mind when I watched it. Absolutely yeah. hilarious though. But one of my favorite things about Pumpkinhead, I must say, is just cinematography in it and the lighting the lighting is just amazing especially for a late 80s movie it's beautiful dude. it's be- the colors i mean everything is colored exactly give you the feel like you're in the middle of buttfuck nowhere yeah okay the night scenes are like a purple lit when he was running through those woods that, that all, was all the outdoor backdrop. scenes are like a purplish kind of color you know the the evil witch is all red and everything it gets color and lighting uh, can definitely put you in a feeling. So if you don't notice that, if you watch this movie, you're going to get a lot of feeling from the, the coloring that they did. It's very important that you probably don't notice it just for a regular viewer from sure. that, that mindset. Just when they're on the back trails, it's dark, musty, and brown. Yeah, dude. You know, when they're outside, it's orange. It's, you know, daylight. It's orange. Makes you feel like you're in the country because they are. It's crazy colors, and you're right though. Like the the color grading to a movie, like that. I mean, that's what separates really good movies from bad ones. That's what makes like Argento movies so. They're not great. Dario, like Suspiria, is not a great movie as far as like plot or anything like that. It's not, but it's it's so beautiful to look at. Yeah. The lighting, the way that things play on each other, you're just like, wow, this just looks. I've never seen anything like this. And you're right. I mean, you. I think to an everyday viewer, they could, you know. You're immersed in the film, and you know you like that, but you can't really put a finger on it why. But maybe now, you know, kind of hearing that, you can kind of, oh, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Score and colors and, like, there. a movie is a lot different when it's muted and it's had no color correction. You're like, that's a different piece of film. Like, But then if you play with it and come back with it, you're like, oh, what is this? It, it, it's yeah. weird how they're made. Really boosts it. It boosts it, baby. Yeah, I... Oh, and I'm also not going to deny this. This pumpkin head looks just literally dead on the alien monster. Like, it, it's pretty much an alien monster with, uh... What came out first, pumpkin head or alien? Alien. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which I'm not, like, mad at, you know? It's like a H.R. Geiger-looking ass... When you first told me the movie was pumpkin head, I thought it was going to be, like, a jack-o'-lantern head or some shit. But no, it's just, like, some alien cricket. <laughs> noises and shit yeah. like, all right here we go he's kind of cool though because he's human like and he smiles i like that he has like so, like he smiles at you yeah and he, that lo- he... he does not look very inviting that's for damn sure no he I would does not, not. want to get chased by this thing and he almost has like a werewolf aspect to him because he like comes out at night and he you know comes and gets you i don't think he came out in the day did he no his yeah. whole thing was at night yeah he was rocking at night and i appreciated that i thought that was a cool look well, I guess 
we will give a synopsis. But before that, we've got this other little fun segment that we like to do. Mark, why don't you hit the bumper? We're about to fill them shoes. Uh, we're about to fill them shoes. Yeah, I'm about to fill them shoes. Uh, we're about to fill them shoes. Ooh. Yeah, we're about to, you know, put you in some shoes here, boys and girls. Because, fill them shoes, baby. Yeah, how how else are you supposed to? You, you could go into Pumpkinhead and have a horrible time. You could say, this doesn't make sense. This is cheesy. This is corny. Well, hello. It's 2023. You can't watch it with those eyeballs. We're going to peel your eyeballs out, put old ones in, and then put old shoes in. Fill them shoes, fill your wives. All right, what was going on in October of 1988? Uh, This was October 14th of 1988. So we had some cool stuff going on, Mark. Do you... (laughs) I caught that one. I caught that one. Sorry. My bad. Continue. So on October 14th of 1988, do you know what the number one song was, Mark? Uh, in October of 1988? Uh-huh. Is it a rock song? No, bro. It's a, a white Jamaican song. White Jamaican song? Yes. Red, red wine <laughs> <laughs> by UB40. <laughs> red, red wine. That's the only part of that song. It's the only part of the song I know, but all right, you're filling them shoes. Yep. We got a couple toes in there. What else we got? So that's what was happening. That's what people were, you know, pumping, you know, coming up to the light listening to. They were feeling free and Rasta-like. You know, at this point, my dad had already banged my mom. So, like, I was some kind of mutant creature inside of my mom at this point. You probably looked like Pumpkinhead when you were in the womb. I did, probably, dude. I mean, I was three, four months at this age. Who knows what was going on? She was probably banging Marble Reds. You know, just, you know, doing whatevs, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Because you don't even know if you're Prager's at that point. So during Pumpkinhead, I was probably getting used and abused, you know, just in there, taking taking hits, taking <laughs> artillery. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what is that, Golden Slogger? No. Like, you know, but that's just how we got down. So that was the number one song. Uh, we had that going on. My mom was smoking Marbreds, listening to UB40, and the number one movie at the time, which is, I don't remember this one, which is strange, but it's called The Accused. It's with uh, Jodie Foster and Kelly McGillis. I've never heard of it. It looks like a chick thing. Uh, It doesn't look like it's cool. Uh, Oh, let's just read. The film is loosely based on the 1983 gang rape. All right, yep. No, I'm not cool with that. Don't like it. Yep. No, no, all right. Why are you broads like that stuff? True crime. The little kid was stuffed and murdered and thrown off the bridge. You're like, what? Yeah, they're weird creatures. I don't... Just weird creatures, them broads, I tell you. I don't want to even, like... And I like brutal shit. I can watch two men fight to the death on the internet, but there's just something about other different shit that I don't want to get into. Like, you know, you're just like, I don't want to hear that shit, man. Because I'm going to get mad. You know, because the only reason something like that happened is because there wasn't a normal dude in the room. That that shit wouldn't have happened. You know, some crazy shit wouldn't have happened if Ozark Mark was in the next room. He'd be like, what are you doing in here? Yeah, I'm going to murder you now. Excuse me. Yeah. Because these people are usually weak. So that makes me angry. But 
The movie was The Accused. Girls were getting all kinds of trauma porn back in 88, listening to UB40. Well, Pornhub wasn't out, so you gotta go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you had to do something. And Magazines. What was also going on at this time is, I don't know when when the final game was secured, but the Dodgers beat the Oakland A's in the World Series. So that was right in October of 88. All right, sweet. Yeah, so I, I feel like you're accurately filled in of I what think was so. going on. I feel on. like I'm in 1988, so tell me what this movie's about now. Okay. We did it. We did it. We got there. Here we go. So, what we got going on in this movie is we have a man named Ed Harley, and Ed Harley... Ed Harley. Ed Harley. Ed Harley, he's like in the middle of the West desert i don't know what the fuck state there's like montana or something i don't i don't fucking know where they are but you know something like that picture out on the range it's somewhere that you will never be hills have eyes almost you know there's like mountains and deserty a little the general store is the size of i don't know a barn so ed harley runs this little general store and he has a young boy about nine years old eight nine years old he's a small boy he's a little boy and he helps him out at the shop Mom has passed away, so it's just dad and son and their dog. They're running the store. They have a very idyllic relationship, great relationship. Well, these kids from out of town come in because they're coming to do some dirt biking and stay in a cabin, as they always do in the movies, and they start riding dirt bikes as soon as they get to town right next to Ed's shop. Ed's dog runs out of the shop. The young boy goes out to get the dog. Dirt bikers don't see the boy, and he gets pet cemeteried. Motherfucker gets bam. You know, he gets bammed. Right right there. He ain't make it. He didn't make it. So little boy gets hit by a dirt bike. Okay, you know, it was some motocross shit. Um, you know, maybe, 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 you know, maybe it's some dirt bikers out there that might like this movie for that. Remember those guys that would wear like the foxes on their t-shirt? And yep. The, you remember our friend Chad? He'd wear stuff like that. Yeah, he it was liked big the, at that time. Yeah, they were they were into that. So they killed this little boy, right? And most of the people in this group aren't bad people, but there's one dude who's a super asshole. Like he's a super cock, and you want this guy to die. And he's the one that actually hit the kid. And as soon as he does, he fucking takes off and leaves everybody else to fucking deal with it. And everybody's panicking, and the one that didn't hit him but was on the other bike stayed with the boy, and everybody else kind of left him. Now, granted, the other people that left, they were going to make phone calls and shit. They were trying to get a hold of the police, but this dude stayed by himself, and when the dad came back, he was really fucking pissed, obviously. Well, the dad was so mad, and he didn't know what to do, and he had known rumors of this old woman, this old witchy woman on a mountain that has powers that can maybe help him. You know, it, it, very Pitt Cemetery vibes almost. And he's like, "How? Well, I want to bring my son to life or whatever the fuck I can do. And this lady says, I can't do that. Well, Ed knows that the pumpkin head, because there's like a little town, you know, a tale around their town about pumpkin head. And Ed knows it's real because he saw pumpkin head when he was a boy outside of his window. He knows what's up. And he knows that this witch lady can help bring pumpkin head out. And what Pumpkinhead is, is he's like a demon, and he's the vengeance demon, and he can only be, like, activated if there's been enough wronging that somebody that's angry enough can, you know, bring him to life. And obviously, Ed was wrong pretty bad, and he was angry, and he went to this witchy lady, and the witchy lady says, you need to retrieve Pumpkinhead's corpse out of this grave, bring him to me, we'll bring him to life, and he'll carry out the vengeance that you want done for your son. So that happens, and he does so. 
But as things start progressing, Ed starts to feel bad. And he's like, look, not everybody probably deserves this. And this pumpkin head dude is going crazy. So he helps teams up and, you know, tries to kill the pumpkin head. And that's what happens. Everybody, you know. But he, unfortunately, he, he was attached to the pumpkin head monster. And the only way to kill the pumpkin head monster was to kill Ed Harley. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. That's the, So what do they do? He shoots himself in the head. Somehow he fails. I don't know how you fail at that, but he failed. He did it wrong. The final girl finishes him off, and then he becomes the next pumpkin head. And the legend lives on. Yeah. It's a fun little premise. It's a pretty crazy little premise. Um, It's sad. It's definitely a sad movie in that regard. But I almost feel, I mean, I know this isn't talked about enough, and it's... It's late 80s, but it's, um, I, I would say the, some of the effects hold up. Some of the kills are still pretty cool. I enjoyed a lot of it. I liked how I'm a man of faith. I am a man of faith, but I still liked that the pumpkin man, pumpkin head grabbed the girl that was all preachy and just carved like a cross in her forehead. I liked that. I was like, yeah, that's what you get for being all fucking holier than thou, you son of a bitch. You know, you're yeah. going to get carved up. You're going to get carved up. That's just the way it be. But everybody got theirs, essentially, for, except for the final girl. You got to leave someone, someone to clean up. Yeah, that's very true. So give me some initial impressions, Mark. What were some things that maybe made you laugh or something that, like, you know, that you enjoyed? Uh, a couple things that made me laugh. Uh, not the not the uh, jerk guy on the dirt bike, but the other guy, the guy who stayed back. His Yeah, his he voice. Is, he is, his voice is stereotypical 80s guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what his lines were, but he's like, we got to call the police. Bro, when Whatever the hell he says, I don't know, but he has just the cheesiest lines ever and the way he says them. And I was like, you cannot watch it and not laugh at this man's dialogue and the way he sounds. He came back in when they were in the house because he was, after the dad got the boy, he went back to the house like, we got to call the police. And he realized that the asshole dude, uh, Trent or whatever the fuck his name was, had like took over the situation and locked other people in the closet. So guy walks in and he's like, oh, man, I just don't believe this. Like he's, <laughs> I just don't believe this. <laughs> the whole time, man, he's just he's and he there. I don't know. I'll let you continue. But, yeah, that guy had a whole he, I wish he had a pull string. Like, you know, oh, I can have his oh lines. Oh, my God, that would be great. <laughs> um, and I, another part I just died laughing at because apparently I'm a psycho is when Pumpkinhead grabs one of the girls and climbs up a tree. He's just hanging there. <laughs> and then he just drops her. <laughs> and it shows There's her no, dropping. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Like that does that like her. There was no like fanciness to it. She's like, no. no, I'm just gonna drop her. Yeah, it's like, look. Yeah, he's... they placed her on a rock. Like, there's no way she landed like that. She just bent over on the back of a rock. Yeah, that's some that's some oh special effects for you, buddy. Oh man, but I like how they they dropped her from very high up, which was real. Like the fall wasn't cheesy. That was a real fall. Yeah. But, you know, you didn't get the satisfaction of her landing on the rock. You get the aftermath of it. But it was still funny just to watch him drop her. Her go, well. I know. I like I liked the little hillbilly kids in this, too. Like the little hillbilly kids at the beginning of the movie, they were making fun of one of the other kids. Like, the pumpkin head's going to get you. 
And he said, Pumpkinhead's not real, or Pumpkinhead's not real. And he says, uh-huh, what about old man O'Neill, or whatever the fuck his name was? He said, he moved out of town. He says, uh-uh, Pumpkinhead done tore off his head and drank all his blood. I don't, I don't know why I laugh so hard. There's like this little series of like memes, or like are these little funny videos I find where they take these little hillbilly drawings and things they say, and that's how he just talked. Uh-uh. Pumpkinhead done tore off his head and drank all his blood. <laughs> <laughs> My pat paw's been satting up at that Hardee's for 30 years. <laughs> like, just fucking stupid shit. Hey, the, the, the witch is as creepy as she is. She's scary. She's very scary, but she's also funny. Every mm-hmm. time she says, Ed Holly, stuck Ed. him, honey. Stuck in my head forever. Stuck Ed in my head forever. Holly. I love when people use their full names, say their full names, like back in, you know, like Storm of the Century. Martha Clarington. <laughs> Martha Clarington. It made me think of that. It's like, it's all done now, Ed Holly. <laughs> He's just super dramatic when he comes back and he tries to stop it. And just the way she talked to her, she just kept saying his full name. It cracked me up. I don't know why either like because i'm not saying storyline i don't even know what i'm saying here but this movie gives me a same feel as like a sleepwalkers it fits in that category of movie to me this movie reminds can remind you of a lot of movies yeah yeah i could see that i could see that you know there's there's i mean there's a ton of them there's, like you said there's hills have eyes there's alien there's pet cemetery yeah, yeah, you got a good point. And dude. there's probably a lot of others that I haven't seen, but there's a lot of things that can make you think of other movies. It's just a little hodgepodge of uh, yeah. other little horror movies. Yeah, but super fun, though. Super very, very fun movie. Yeah, not too long. I don't know the runtime, but I'm thinking it's like an hour and a half, something like that. Nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's pretty quick. I like that the tragedy, same with Pet Cemetery. Uh, you know, and obviously, when you're dealing with horror movies, you know. I, I was just listening to... I don't know where the hell I was listening to this. Maybe, maybe it was on, uh, you know... I don't know. Maybe I was on the KingCast or somebody. But they were talking about, you know, a lot of times horror. I mean, that's how folks deal... I mean, death. Nobody wants to think about death because we're all going to die. Like, I mean, and you're like, ah. You know? But don't think like that. That's why horror movies are so fun because you can kind of... <coughs> and not only your own death. People that you know will die. You know? And that's a sad fact of life. But... I think movies and stories have helped people cope with that or, you know, help them, you know, learn. And, you know, I think a flick like this and with Pet Cemetery, a thing that I enjoyed, they got some of the really traumatic part out of the beginning. Now, sometimes that's a good for a movie with a good gut punch at the end, you know. Ginny dies at the end and Forrest is alone with the son. You're like, okay. You know, you could deal with that. But sometimes you just want that motherfucker early. Let's rip the band-aid off. Kill the kid. You know, <laughs> let's get it over with because I want to be able to like kind of enjoy this movie because if you end me with like a, even something like a pursuit of happiness, even though it's like a happy ending, it's just like a, this is sad. I don't want that. Get that shit over with in the beginning. Let's get that out the way so I feel good about it. Even if you give me a fuck you at the end, I don't want like a crying or like a... I don't want that kind of deal. You just give me... Don't be killing kids at the end of the movie. You can't... You, can't, I, don't, I, you know, I, I don't know the rules of a movie, but I feel like you just can't kill the kid at the end. Or it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. Simon Birch, that's sad. Remember the little boy, he died at the end. The little weird boy with problems that saved the kids on the bus. You know what I'm talking about? He looked like the leprechaun. I don't, I don't know the boy's affliction, but he, he wouldn't write. He wouldn't write, but he had a heart of gold. Okay? And he used his little body for good. 
But he died in the end, and it's a sad movie. Nobody wants to watch that. Pumpkinhead? You can put... Yeah, I'll, I'll watch Pet Cemetery. I'll do that right now. <laughs> they know the recipe. Kill the kid first. You can't, you can't, you can't do it later. The part that pisses me off, though, when, when he first goes to see the witch, she tells him there's something he can get, but he's got to go to an old cemetery where they buried the kin that they're ashamed of or whatever. So he goes like, where, where, how, what grave am I supposed to go? And he's like, you'll know, Ed Holly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll know. If you or me had to go up there, we'd be up there for hours. You'd be up there for hours. Like, I'm just, bitch, just tell me which grave it is. Yeah, this ain't, we're not, we're not the fucking Hardy Boys here. You no. better tell us right now. And it's foggy, it's dark, it's purple. I don't know what the fuck I'm going. I think you and I would have just took the L. Yeah. You know? It would have been really sad, but I think we just took the L and took matters in our own hand. Yeah. We I probably think we, just would have kicked the shit out of those people. Yeah, we would just wanted to did it ourselves, really. Mm-hmm. In a movie scenario, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like what sucks, too, is, like, after the accident, that one guy that waited behind, he didn't say the right thing. Like, right when his, like, dude showed up, and he's just, like, it was an accident. Like, you know, like, not, like, I mean, you could mention that. You could just be, like, it's obviously assumed it's an accident. Nobody, like, thinks you killed the fucking kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one's thinking, no. like, you maliciously murdered this child if you're next to him. You could be like, oh, my God, everyone's assholes. They, or you could just say, I would have been completely honest. The dude that did it has just left. Other people are trying to find you. They're on the phone. I didn't know what to do. This is a horrible accident. I am so fucking sorry. I am so fucking sorry. Another thing he did <laughs> wrong was it's like halfway through the moment and he's like realizing his kid's dead and he starts sobbing and he hands him his glasses. I know. <laughs> he just drops them. He, dro- he didn't hand them to him. He dropped them on the floor, on the ground. Yeah. Like, what dude. are you doing? Yeah. I would have been completely transparent and like, dude, you fuck the dude. I'm, I care about the kid. Like, I'm... A, but I'm not going to fucking sit there. I'm getting a kid. I'm putting a kid on the dirt bike. We're going somewhere. Like, we're fucking... We're going for help. You know? Get the dude later. Like, because hypothetically, if your kid was in an accident and you found that these people... This dude rushed your kid on a dirt bike, even though your kid didn't make it, but this dude saw it. First responder type shit. Carried your child on a dirt bike and one-armed him. Like, you'd be, like you would be eternally grateful to that guy for trying. You know what I'm saying? Like I you, guess so. Yeah. You, I mean, like, at least that's the right thing to do, not sit there and wait. Yeah, an adult for him now, to fucking, get back. Fucking adult. Like, I mean, you could get like if you know if he's bleeding, you can apply pressure. But I'm not putting you on the dirt bike. I'm gonna. I'll go find help. But a kid, yeah, man, you gotta you gotta do the right thing. Now, if you're an adult, you're shit out of luck. Yeah, dude. You shouldn't have been standing there. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of your fault. I know you're right in the path of the jumps. You was you you was kind out of, of all in the, the way. places to stand. You fucking stand there. What's I mean, wrong with you? Did you not hear the dead bikes? <laughs> no, they're loud as fuck. You got to at least hear them coming. Yeah, yeah. That. And what what a gnarly way to get mauled by a dirt bike. You know, that's a that's a way to go. Yeah, that's a way to go. I like at the end when the one guy tried to get get away on the dirt bike, Chris, and like he tried to get on, and then the pumpkin head monster pops up next to him with the bike chain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool spot, yeah. I like how we destroyed their cars, too, and just demolished them. He did. That made him even scarier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The woods are just creepy, you know? I, I like the woods. No, nothing, nothing really good happens in the woods. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, unless you're in a bonfire camping singing Kumbaya in a park. And you, if, if you're, you're in just numbers, you're good. Yeah, if you're in a <laughs> random-ass woods. No, no, that's where all the dead bodies are found in a heavily wooded area. That's where people go to do drugs. Assault people. Have weird sex. I've seen pornos. Yeah. Okay. Banging in the woods. Yeah. Have you ever banged in the woods? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yep. Especially when you're younger, you just got to find a way. It's not that great. No, it's not great, but no, you know, you just deal with it. You know, it's kind of uncomfortable, and you got to look over your shoulder and make sure nobody's around. But you know, mm-hmm. very discomforting. I got poison ivy on my balls. Luckily, I'm not allergic, so I'll go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm good to go. Yeah, wait. anywhere. In an igloo. That'd be tough because you would, can't really get naked because you'd stick be, to your igloo. Yeah, it would be. T- <laughs> <laughs> Get all sweaty and just stick there. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> you remember in Joe Dirt when that dog got his ball stuck on the porch and he said, maybe next time you should spray your porch down with Pam. Just spray the whole thing down with Pam so this don't happen again. <laughs> what? You got like a spatula or something? She came out with like shears. Like, no! I'll get a fork. Oh, no. Oh, I don't care what anybody... That movie is still funny. I love Joe Dirt. That that's movie David still holds Sp- That's David Spade's best movie, and he's probably ashamed of it. Yeah. But it's the great, greatest it, one ever. Yeah, I, I still die laughing. Like, not like not even like one of those ha-ha nostalgia funny movies. It still makes me laugh every time. Absolutely. Uh, my... Yeah, I, I, I can't, you can't make movies like that anymore. I hope that they kind of start to come back. And I mean, even with horror, I, I like when they get nutty. Pumpkinhead's nutty. People don't, I don't know if people will color that far out of the box for a movie these days. Maybe, but I, I like when people take chances like that. Uh, it's just it's just hard, I think, now for to make movies nowadays like these kinds of movies they did back then because... Mm-hmm. The internet made people not believe everything they're seeing. That you see fucked up shit all the time on the internet or cheesy stuff. So when you see some cheesies, plus you're spoiled by all these movies that make things look so real and all these special effects look real and all that stuff. You know, it's just when you make a cheesy movie now, it ends up on like the backbone of Netflix or some Tubi shit, or, some shit, yeah, yeah. or something like you never heard of. And it's just, they're just less special than they used to be because before you had to go to a theater on a random Saturday night and make a night out of it to see something like this. Yeah, or eat, like now you just Now you just sit on the couch get your, scratching your balls like picking at random. Yep. It's not less, but it's less special which sucks. It's easier to be judgmental. Yes, it is. And that is quite unfortunate. The future sucks. It does suck a little bit, but what are you going to do, man? There's benefits to both. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I, I just hope you know, B pictures go back to B pictures. That's all. That's what we need. Life will be good once horror movies are just B pictures. Once superhero movies are B pictures again. They won't. They make too much damn money. Well, eventually they will implode. I mean, even now people are like, A24 is talking about buying the rights to Michael Myers and making another Halloween. And everybody's just like, chill. Like, yeah, you know, like we don't, we don't yeah. want that really. No, make something new. <clears throat> well, I feel like learning more things about this movie. What do you think? I I mean, I guess so.
welcome to the what do you know here this is a segment here where we're to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie now this is your first time here this is how it's going to go down we're going to tell you things we know about this movie you may know what we know you may not what we know but if you know what we know you're gonna have we know gasm if you don't know what we know you better find out what we know and you're gonna have a we know gasm too good for you now before we go any further i just want to give a special shout out to a certain person because we've done this over a hundred times plus times now and your wife still hasn't figured out that we've stolen two of her hats for this segment that's true <laughs> she still hasn't figured it out she doesn't know no i mean she has to it and nobody and here's a what do you know nobody f- ever comes in here <laughs> <laughs> here's a what do you know fact for you these are ladies hats yeah but we rock them well also, I think you made fun of us, so she doesn't wear hats anymore. Yeah, she, you know. I don't know. I haven't seen her wear a hat in a long time, but then she, again, you know, I don't know. But what are you going to do here? So, got to break some balls. So why don't you tell me something that you may or may not know about this movie? So what's real fun about this movie? Pumpkin I love head. this. I love when we have filming locations that are shared between movies, okay? And I'm not talking some little fucking Mickey Mouse operation here. I'm talking about something big deal. I'm talking about some fucking meat and potatoes. A movie we've talked about here before, we've discussed, we've done, did the thing, went home. Now we're back and we're talking about it again. That's why it's a big deal. So the cabin in this movie, these kids, they go there, they stay in the cabin. And look, we can bang here. There's no rules. There's no parents. We can do butt stuff. Not the situation when Pumpkinhead's there. But nobody's doing butt stuff in this cabin. You know why? Because this is the same cabin from Friday the 13th, part four. This is the Jarvis house. This is where Jason, you know, he comes through and he was wrecking shit. Pumpkinhead's coming through and wrecking shit. You just can't do any fun 80s butt stuff in this cabin without getting murdered. Holy shit, I did not know that. I know, isn't that fun? That's spicy. That's That's a good one. That's quite a callback. Yeah, yeah. I love when things share things. When it's, you know, when you can find a thing from a movie that belongs to another thing from a movie. That's just fun stuff. What a nice homage. Yeah, so so what about you? You got anything for this flick here? This little movie. Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Speaking of movies being a part of other movies, I got something for you. Kind of stole my thunder, but I got something too. I got something too. Well, lay so, it on me. You know the dog, Gypsy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cute dog. In this movie, that dog Gypsy. Killed right? the kid, kinda. Yeah, well, you know it's a dog. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? dog. You killed the kid. He's racing after dirt bikes. They were loud. <laughs> you know, a dog's hearing is twice, three times as worse as ours. So imagine how loud they were. Mm-hmm. So no matter where, no matter where you are in the house, your dog can hear you bang. Remember that. Mm-hmm. So, this very dog is the same dog from Gremlins. It's Barney. Whoa! It's the same dog. You're probably wondering, hey, this dog looks familiar, but you can't point, put your finger that on it. That dog did look familiar. It's the same dog. That's why it looked familiar. That's it a legendary familiar. dog. It's a very legendary dog. What a good life that dog had. Was well, just as just as you know, legendary as Beethoven, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a famous dog, there. Oh, no. You're a famous dog. It's pretty sad that dogs have better lives than us. Yeah. Some dogs. Little yeah. bastards. I know, I you know, watch no. that dog show on Thanksgiving and you'll see these dogs. They're pampered, they're treated nice, way better than we'd ever be treated. No, that dog life sucks though. Well You can't be a dog. You gotta be you know, you can't you let a dog be a dog. That's the whole point of the dog is letting a dog be a dog. Those dogs, those dogs they don't let the they don't let, they're not dogs. They're not dogs. 
Yeah, you need like a farm dog, a dog that's just doing what he wants all day. Yeah. Eating shit he's not supposed to. They love that. Exactly. They love that so much. I know. Can you imagine eating shit that you're not supposed to and love it? Mmm, sticks. Mmm, other dog shit. I don't know why I threw up. I just ate a bunch of leaves. Oh, cool. Good job. I think they got more taste buds than us, so that shit's probably delicious. Yeah, I guess so. There's probably some nutrients in it or something. That'll make you the most mad when they eat stuff they're not supposed to and they throw up. Like, ah, sorry. You're like, you know you weren't supposed to do that. So I remember one time I had a dog who ate a bird. Oh, no. Actually, it happened twice. Two different dogs ate birds and they threw up the body. So, and you know, the bodies, you see the beak, you see the head, it's horrible. Who eats a bird? What's wrong yeah, with you? Nasty little shits. Fucking idiots. Well... You know any more facts about this movie? You know, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we'll just stick with that. Tools all you need. Those are some pretty superstar facts there. I don't know what else you can go off of. Anything else is just not as interesting. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we're going to go now. All right, see ya. Now, Mark. Mark, Mark, Mark. Now that we've reached October... Uh, you know, aside from doing the traditionals, is there anything that you like to stick to or something that you need to do in October to feel complete? Which, I mean, I know you're a football guy, but what what's Ozark Mark got planned? Is he more of like a holding hands in the pumpkin patch or is he more of like a haunted house and going to see a late night scary movie? Is he just carving pumpkins and eating good food? What What's going on? You like to binge eat and watch good stuff at home? You got to have some kind of little October tradition. I remember at one point when I lived with you, I bought like nine bags of trick-or-treat candy and I just ate them all in like a bag, you know, a period of three days. Now, I don't know where my blood sugar was, but it was worth it because it was October. And that's just how you got to get down in life. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have kids, so I don't trick-or-treat. Mm-hmm. I watch scary movies now all year round, so. it's a good point. That's a that's a little bit diluted. Um, <laughs> I used to look forward to going to a Halloween party. I guess. Um, yeah. I used I used to hold them every year at my house. You know, ex the ex wife used to go out bash, and all my friends would come over, and then you know, my parties were always great because I always had friends. All my friends came over, and all my friends didn't have beef with any of them. It's not like your typical house party where you invite a whole bunch of people over and somebody does some bullshit. And No, it was always a good time. Mm-hmm. It's great Halloween. Everybody did their dopey costumes. It was great. Yep. I remember a girl I was with at the time fell down all the stairs. You remember that? At my house. This was that first place that you, that, that girl had, you, you know, your, your, your ex-girl had that was in, you know, in the hood and it had all those stairs. And I brought my ex-girl and she fell down all those fucking stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same night. Those like, were the only stairs there. <laughs> that was the that was the same night that I got pulled over in a Freddy Krueger full co- outfit. And uh, I was like, I told that dude, I told that police officer, like, look, dude. You have to recite me because at that time that busted magazine was real big. You remember, like people that got arrested, they sell yeah. you a little mugshot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I go downtown and fool Freddy Krueger, I'm gonna be on the front fucking page. The Halloween, you, that's the best time to get like a pass because nobody wants to take you in if you're dressed like Freddy Krueger or some dumb shit. Yeah, you're just like, please, please. No, but the, the Halloween parties are always a good time. I'm looking forward to your Halloween party, and you better fucking have one, mm-hmm. okay? Because I'm coming to it this year. Yes, we will rage. So it's gonna it's gonna be a fun time. 
That's yeah. what that's my October tradition. Because I, I pumpkin pa- I hate pumpkin patches. As much as I like horror and stuff, like I'm sorry, like haunted houses. Hate to break it to you, being a almost a full grown white male, haunted houses don't apply to you. Okay, you don't get picked out. You don't get picked on you just walk through and see everybody else get scared it's like i paid 40 dollars for this yeah now i'm but i've always been the type of person that i rather work a haunted house than go through a haunted house it is very therapeutic we'll, we'll have that that option very soon you know um, i've been doing a lot of hard work obviously i mean we 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 both have been doing a lot of hard work but like as far as like looking into that uh looking into real estate and doing reading like literally reading books on how to fucking own and operate but you know i've worked the industry for a long time but it is man it's one of the most therapeutic therapeutic things you can do and it's a lot of fun and when you leave that some bitch sometimes it's like leaving a football game or something you know your voice is gone and whatever but you're like man that was fun that was because you know the old yeah. rodney Dangerfield. you just don't get much you know as a you know, grown man, you don't get respect. Nobody's giving you respect generally. Nobody gives you, nobody gives me no respect. You dressed up as something crazy in a haunted house, bro. Like you get more than respect, and it's like, oh man, this is cool. And they pay for it. That's what they want. You're not picking or bullying on somebody. That's what they've requested. Yeah, I know. I've never had the opportunity to work in a haunted house yet, but I hope I do at one point in time in my life. Oh yeah. And I better be a fucking clown. Ah. Uh, yeah, you'd be great at that. I better be a fucking clown. I want to make you a clown with just like a giant, like, you know, a hammer thing where you can swing and hit the bell. Because I think the noises in a haunted house fuck people up. Uh, chainsaws, any kind nope, of electricity I, nope, I noise. Wanna, I want to have a clown horn. Okay. And that's all, that's all I fucking need, really. And then watch me go to work. I'm down for that. And I want to see you hit the thing, though. I want to see you, like, ding! And then just, ah! <laughs> fucking lose your oh, shit. Oh shit, that'd be so much fun. I know. I we know. need a haunted house, damn it. I need to fucking work. I just it, you gotta promise me. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I know you're gonna your goal was to have a haunted house in somehow, way, shape, or form. I'm probably gonna be involved at that in some way, shape, or form. So mm-hmm. when we do, if we go for half ownership, I don't care what ownership it is, whatever it is, you're giving me the clown area. You can do everything else. You, do you everything can't fucking have else. a clown. You can't have a haunted house without having a clown area. Yeah, and I'm in charge of that. I, I loved that too, especially like I think I've mentioned before. Like at a young age, about 13, 14, I was so obsessive with it. Not many people are like with horror and whatever. So like it was like the end of the summer, even like September. I remember you know end of August, September. I would walk to this haunted house, which you know is up past the pike. But I would walk from like where. Rapid Run, Anderson Ferry met. Like, I'd walk all the way up there for the people not aware. But we're talking probably two miles. I mean, like a four-mile journey there and back as a kid walking. And I did it with joy, man. And they'd let you do whatever because you're not... Uh, will you paint this haunted house? I want to make sure that the trim doesn't touch the ceiling. Please get those baseboards great. I want that as a hunter green. Like, no. You're like, please make this look crazy and shitty and scary. I want it to look like a fucking homeless person lives here. Like, that's that's what you're trying to do. So you're like, oh, I'm sorry I spilled a little. No, it looks good. <laughs> like, yeah. you're like, that's that. That's what I want you to do. Like, I want you to fuck this place up. Because I've been in haunted houses where they get things that are too pristine. And it's nice when you have some of the big animatronics and some of the nice toys. But sometimes they look too nice. And it looks more like you're like at like a... I'm at like Myrtle Beach. Or like I'm at like some kind of like attraction town where it's like a high 
budget haunted house, which are cool, but I want the like, who lives in here? Like, yeah, just like, give, <laughs> give me some of the grimy stuff where people are acting. I don't, don't give me this fucking stupid separate wristband thing where you torture people and throw water on them and fucking roll them around in the mud and shit. That's stupid. It's a pain in the ass. Make sure you bring your change of clothes. No, that's stupid. Like I'm yeah. trying to get, I'm trying to get a little bit faded and walk through and have people jump out at me and do crazy shit and laugh. It's fun. Do yeah. do that. We're not touching people. I don't want to get the tortured ones where you throw them in a the fucking coffin and then fuck that shit. Or I don't want all these animatronics. That's stupid. I can see that at fucking Hobby Lobby or fucking mm-hmm. Spirit Halloween with the animatronics or Home Depot. You want that experience? Just go to fucking Home Depot. They got the big animatronics. You should only really only have a couple and it should be like a room like a, a prime example of one that i had in an old house of mine was a guy that was in an electric chair and like we'd put him behind this glass wall and he's kind of back and you walked and when you're walking he's probably eight nine feet away from you but like it'd be dark when you walked in but somebody'd hit the switch and he'd be like ah, you know and start and it was but the noise and the reaction that was worth it but if every room was like that that's stupid dude you don't want no, that sorry. if i made a haunted house i would make it i wouldn't have any animatronics in it it would all be gritty raw and fucking just shit you would not expect and you honestly the, i think the key point is too you got to you got to hire a lot of adult actors i mean right. there will be people that are close to my life i'd probably let my children help out my you know friends Kiddos that are close to me, like in my circle, I would let, but adults. Um, because you know a 12-year-old when it's a 12-year-old, and that's okay. I, I appreciate your energy, even if you're an annoying little fucking 15-year-old kid. The fact that you're dressed up like a vampire on the weekend instead of fucking doing drugs and doing crazy stuff. Even if you're on drugs, I'm glad you're here doing something productive. I applaud your little weird energy. I was that way too, <laughs> you know? But you know what we should incorporate? Pumpkin headroom. I want you to be the pumpkin head monster one night. No, you got to be aware of that. You you got to be beware of that too. You can't do too many, um, not for in reasons of being in trouble, but you don't want every room to be like here's Freddy, here's Jason, here's Pendant. Like you no. want to you want to have some random rooms. Where no, it's, it's like, all gonna be fucking random. You can have like a you can have a couple movie monsters. Okay, well but you got to sprinkle. Well, then you got to try out for it. If mm-hmm. you're some crap-ass version of it, I don't want you in my haunted house. I like that attitude, Doc. Okay. I like that attitude. But the, the problem is, but the random shit, okay, is what makes it in. But anyway, we're going, we're going off the rails here. Let's go back to Pumpkinhead. What is your... I told you my favorite parts of Pumpkinhead. What are your favorite parts of Pumpkinhead? So, I have a few favorite parts of Pumpkinhead. There's some cool parts, some serious parts. Uh, as far as like the gnarly parts, I really did like uh, the first time that the nice guy got killed because the guy that stayed with the boy is the last guy that you assume is going to die because he's kind of like the sweetheart of the bunch. And you're like, oh, this guy's at least an honest guy. Like, He's like the first to get it in front of his girl. And then his girl gets picked up and gets the cross carved in her forehead. I thought that was pretty like, that was kind of a statement kill. Like, y'all are fucked. And I, I liked that. That was cool. I liked when they were heading out. What was the guy's name? Troy? Troy was the bad guy, right? Like the asshole dude. I don't remember. In the leather jacket. They were on the way out there in the car, and she's like, why do you bring this rifle around with you? He says, in the jungle, baby. Yo, like he just said some stupid ass, like fucking horrible 80s line. And I just, I died at that. I was so bad. His dialogue was so bad. Um, But I enjoyed that. And if I really had to say, I, I enjoyed this, the like, 
cinematography, but really the locations. I like. I thought it was like a neat, neat locations. Uh, all the places where I liked the look of everything. So, it, uh, it's definitely a movie that has. It's kind of. Uh, it, it does remind you of a few other things, but it's kind of. It, it, it's its own in, individual flair. It belongs to itself. Um, and it's a if you know you know kind of flick. If somebody mentions Pumpkinhead, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, yeah. I know that it's not like a scream or an Elm Street where you know your general public has seen it, but when somebody hits you with that, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I seen Pumpkinhead. I know about that one. It's a, uh, it's one of those. It's is a, it? Is it one of those? A little prestigious pin on is your. Is it one of those? Yeah. Well, let's find out if it is one of those right here on the world famous one of kind sloppy horror podcast. Right, and let's go to the portal. Thank you. Welcome. I hope your underwear is still on your body from transporting through that portal. We figured out time travel when we traveled a couple seconds in the future for tell you about the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. That's right. This is the stamp of approval. This is the one-of-a-kind, world-famous Sloppy Horror Podcast rating developed by Christian Ramey, your Scary Mary movie companion. He developed a system on a series of four categories. Three categories are worth three points. Last category is worth 1.48 a total of. Ten points altogether. That is very correct. Now, this is based on horror movie attributes that makes a horror movie not a movie in general, so keep that in mind. Yeah, Forrest Gump would rate a zero out of ten probably as a horror movie. Uh, I'm really getting tired of reminding you fucks about this, but I got to keep doing it because we got new listeners every day because we're growing like a chubby over here, baby. So let's get into the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. More than a half a point, but not much more, so I'm going to give this a one for casting. Uh, It does deliver. People do work well, but there's a lot of cheese in here. But I will say, you know, the old grandma crushed it, dad crushed it. There were... There, a lot of them are character actors, and a lot of them played their roles well. It's enough for a one. It, it, it's not god-awful. I feel like a half a point belongs for, like, the god-awful. Like, I, it's, it's hard to watch. It's like half and half to me. There's there's some good acting and then there's some eighties cheese acting, but I think it's a good mix. Mm-hmm. So we'll go with the one. So it's one out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. My brain sang too initially, but I want to weigh this out. Okay. Um. So it kind of reminds me a lot of Evil Dead and the way it kills, too, because it's like even though he's a creature, like it reminds me of tree branches grabbing people, like the way that they do the overhead grabs and they just like disappear. I know it's not a tree, but it kind of has like running through the woods and not knowing where you are and then just getting snatched by like this limb. Um, I kind of had that feel, but there was, I mean, you got people dropping from trees, you got guns going off, uh, you know, there's, there's, a wide array of carnage going on in this flick. Um, I don't know, maybe one and a half now that I'm thinking about it more. What do you think? One and a half, I think, is a solid one for it because a lot of this stuff happens off screen. You get the aftermath of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the, the, the kill on the kid is just a, a dirt bike riding by him and he falls down horribly. You could probably make a funny edit for that. Probably could. Well. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of it's off screen. But there is some funny times. But there, there's a good amount of death in it. But it's just, you know, it's a lot of off screen. It's very repetitive. 
So, yeah, one and a half sexy. All right, so that's two and a half out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the third, final three-point category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear. Now, I want to put this above more than a half a point because it feels like it's a one because there are terrifying moments in this movie. I feel like a like a younger audience, like like young, like even like younger than ten, this could maybe get to some degree because the grandma is freaky, dude. Like I, that lady's fucking scary, and the monster's kind of terrifying too. There are moments of terror. Uh, I feel like it freaked people out, but I don't think it's it, not enough to like terrify people. But I, I do feel like it's sitting one. But it, am I wrong? Are you feeling half a point? Um, well, it's just the I'm way he, to, he's I'm, intense with how he kills. I'm trying to think of the fact of watching this for the first time when it came out in a theater. That's kind of what I'm basing it off of, but it's... It's a very scary aura looking film. But I mean, you know, it's Pumpkinhead. It's it's I feel like children would be scared of Pumpkinhead absolutely. So I feel like some people have lost some sleep over Pumpkinhead. Not yeah. a lot, but but a few. We'll go with a one. We'll show it some love and give it a one. Just because of the effort, I'll, I'll put in, give it another half. I think it's a half corner field, but I'll get another half on it for just all the effort it took to make Pumpkinhead. Cinematography and, and stuff. The, and all the cinematography they had to do, because trust me, that shit's not fucking easy, especially in 1988. Yeah. So that's three out of five. So here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast, rating let's get in the final one point category for half a point each, and that is rewatchability. For me, I'm going to say, yeah, I, I do like this movie. It's been a long time since I've rewatched it, but when I rewatched it, I did laugh. And, you know, there's a test these days. I mean, there might be movies that you love, but, like, you put it on and you're going to pick up your phone. Maybe it's a comfort movie. If Ozark Mark puts on Space Jam, you love Space Jam, but maybe you're going to be on your phone at the same time because it doesn't steal your engagement. Uh, and it was so long that, like, it did. this movie did, man. I sat here and, like, watched it. No, I didn't pick up my phone. Like, I was really uh, locked into the movie. And that's a hard trait to do these days and for an old movie. So I, I feel genuine with my rewatchability. Yeah, I feel like you get locked into it. And uh, I feel like this is a good October movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like this should be on your playlist. If you, if you go hard for scary movies in October, I feel like this is one should definitely be in your arsenal. This is going to be a fun movie to watch. There's no real in-depth story, and I think that helps with the rewatchability. There's no mystery to unfold. It's fucking Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Right? And honestly, too, I like as far as like uh, with uh, who can watch it, I was watching it down here, and my fucking five-year-old was like watching it behind my shoulder for half of it before I realized. And I'm like, what are you doing? She was, I was like, go watch your iPad. She said, I don't want to watch my iPad. I'm gonna wa- I want to watch Pumpkinhead. And I was like, all right. She sat there and watched it. She wasn't... She's different. She's built a little different, obviously, just because she grew up in this household. Um, but I think the fun little part, when you can explain film and how it works to people, and, like, when you can show... The, I mean, I've shown her countless videos of, like, look at this person putting makeup on. This is Freddie getting his makeup on. Isn't that cool? He's not real. That's... Wouldn't you want to do that? And they're like, yeah. Like, you know, you just flip the... You know. Yeah, you just you just take the fear out of it, and then you bring only the joy. Yeah. And that works. So that is a total of four and a half out of ten 
for Pumpkinhead right here on the Sloppy Whore Podcast, right back up in your ass. Hey, hey, hey. That's a, that feels right. Feels right. It's fun. It's October. I feel like if it's below a five, that's in the fun time category movie for a horror movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you can find the majority of those stamps of approval. Fun times. Yep. Yeah. It's got the fun time stamp of approval. <clears throat> you know what? You know what's really cool? The fact that everyone's made it this far to the episode without hearing one advertisement. I mean, these days... Now, before you do your little spiel, I have one question to ask you. What? It's been on my mind. And I want to know. Yes. Pumpkinhead. Would you receive Pumpkinhead? Oh, yeah. I would put a pumpkin on it and just spin it and hope for the best. See what happens. (laughs) You know? You know, I'm sure it would take a couple times, like spinning a basketball on your finger. But once you got the right motion, you might have to lay back and just spin that some bitch. And you probably, it's probably, you got to find the right size. You'd have to discover, do we leave the guts in? Do we leave the guts out? Oh, you out? definitely leave the guts in. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. It's either, if you leave the guts in, it's similar to the P. If you leave the guts out, it's similar to the A. You know what oh. I'm saying? You know oh. what I'm saying? I'm sure you've experienced both of those in your lifetime. Yep. I have. I think that's how it would work. I did too. So, boys and girls, um, you know, do with that information what you will. But continue what the fuck you were about to say. Well, what I'm telling you, boys and girls, I'm I'm not going to inflate my head and think that we are the only podcast you listen to. If you're an individual who listens to one, you probably listen to a couple. And I want you to find me the ones that don't water down their show with advertisements and dumb shit that you have to fast forward through. You won't find that here. You know why? Because we work for a living, boys and girls, and we work to keep the lights on by giving you bonus episodes on Patreon. Okay, you can get on that for as cheap as $3 a month. There is also a dollar tip jar. I mean, you don't really get any content for that, but if you just want to show love for a dollar a month, it means the world. Um, Aside from that, if you want to get some merchandise to show the world you're a sloppy whore just like you and I, uh, not only does it mean the world, but we appreciate y'all more than you know. We see you guys. We see all the work that you guys do for us, and that's how we like to build our show, man. We don't like to pay. We don't like to pay to play. We're not going to pay for a bunch of advertisements, and I'm not going to sell you a bunch of shit that I don't like to sell. That's just not how we get down. So. If you want to support the show, make sure that you are following us on YouTube. That's completely free to do. You don't have a YouTube account. All you need is an email. It takes about 30 seconds. Subscribe to the show. You'll see all of our new episodes and the new horror shorts that we will be producing and directing and coming out with. And also on top of that, I don't know if you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but if you could just take the 10, 15 seconds to give us a rating, it really does mean the world, okay? Because people chat, that's what people look at uh, when they come to shows. And I know a lot of you guys have already done so, so thank you so fucking much. It really does. I mean, we work hard, and we couldn't do it without y'all. So there you go. You're welcome for no advertisements once again. None. Zero. Zero. You're fucking welcome. You are welcome. You can, you can do many things with pumpkins, Mark. You can eat them. You can fuck them. You can carve them. You can, you know, throw them at people. Hey, you can blow them up. Yeah, I, I remember that old shit that they used at the pumpkin chunking when they'd make those old catapult things and they'd see who could, like, there's places in this world, in this country particularly, it's like those, like, Nebraska states where they make these, what are they, the tree bolt or whatever the fuck it's they a call catapult. It. Yeah, the catapult, right? Yeah. They make those... And they 
make their own and they see who can launch a launch a pumpkin the farthest and like you're like huh that's stupid until it's on and you're like all right who the fuck's gonna send this pumpkin the farthest? like you get you're like i want to see this can we get they launch them bro so in your backyard can we get a pumpkin and drop a mortar in it and see what happens i mean yeah i'd be i i would be down for that yeah okay yeah well stay tuned to that video because we're gonna try that yeah i just i don't know why we don't have pumpkin chunkin uh it, it's bullshit it's bullshit but like i'm not gonna like show you a video here but i'm gonna show you a picture of like the size of these the fucking scale of these things it's insane dude and that's the energy i want you to have all october i don't want you going all half-hearted thinking like maybe i'll just eat a couple candy corns and watch american horror story now look at these bros these dudes got like fucking cannons that they're launching these pumpkins out of they're not playing games they're shooting these fucking things and it's intense it's so cool and they like prepare for it all year <laughs> like that's i mean there ain't much to do out in nebraska and shit i guess but I know, dude, sometimes i wish i lived out in the boonies where the best thing you had to look forward to was like a demolition derby or some shit yeah dude i i want to be a part of this life and i want to go to these pumpkin chunkins i i feel like somebody died though <sighs> Yeah, these. Yeah, it's all fun and games until somebody dies. I guess you get murdered by a pumpkin. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, if I got murdered by that, I know I think everybody would be like, I don't think Christian would be that upset about that. It's the way he wanted to go. Yeah, turn me into a pumpkin pie. All right, we've got the first October episode in the books, boys and girls. I hope you're excited for next week. I don't even know if I've given. Uh, all right, so here's what I'm going to give you. This is the only little piece of little tidbits that I'm going to give you. All right legendary franchise that won't quit going like an energizer bunny okay that's all we need to know then yep that's all we need to know so stick tuned which one is it going to be take a guess of the ones we haven't done already because obviously we've done a couple so there you go brad five all right okay well there you go all right there you go pay attention to football bitches and you might know shit we gotta go goodbye Mm.